the media causes a lot of problems. For a long time, it has continued to regress and devolve. It is sensationalized. And there was a point where the National Enquirer, the Weekly World News, and the Globe and others, those are the rags you'd saw, you know, and you still see them at your grocery store counter as you're checking out, right? And all of a sudden, over the last 40 years plus, that's what the media is today. Cable news, network news, a lot of blogs that are corporately owned. The media establishment, the platform press, as we call it, they turned into that. No voice for the voiceless. Okay. They do not do it. And one of the things that social culture is teaching everybody, which is more importantly than anything else, is just wrong. Is the idea that we need to go along to get along. And how many times has go along to get along worked for us? Going along to get along. How often has that worked? Again, I claim to be a nonconformist. I don't want to just go ahead and be posing along, just being seen and doing something. If that's something that you like to do, that's on you. But again, can't stop anybody from doing that. If you want to go along to get along, go right ahead. But the truth is, how much has it really directly worked out? I want to know. This is a story that doesn't really necessarily take into the subject that well, but I think this is a good subject to talk about. This one actually talks about climate change. The Mountain Journal. This is a 2019 story, March 13th, and it says the perils of going along to get along. What does this say about us when we have leaders who don't have the courage to act? So I can talk about the media. The media doesn't hold anybody accountable. Only people they hate only people that do not follow the narrative that they want to create because for whatever reason, the media wants to say that this is the way things are. We're just going to go ahead and placate to everybody's pity, fears, emotions, and go to everybody's senses in order to keep them involved. Panic porn. That's what's going on right now. So in this story, again, I'm looking for stories that are outside of the normal narrative of people that are actually talking. So in this story, they mentioned that climate change more people flooding into our region, exacting a larger human footprint on the land. That's what they talk about with this, okay? But here's the part I wanted to talk about more than everything else. Now, this particular writer, Todd Wilkinson, he did a presentation, and he posed a series of rhetorical questions based on 30 years about writing about the greater Yellowstone ecosystem. Here's where I want to get this point. This is very well said. It all relates to the phenomenon of, quote, going along to get along, end quote, which involves the unwillingness of people, politicians, bureaucrats, conservationists, business people, and the media to risk saying anything that might be disagreeable with our peers. And that's a big problem. You know what? Yes, there is a risk of not going along to get along. The isolation, it could be escalated to anything. It very well could. So I like what was being brought up. Now, here's what goes on. We venerate those who defy the status quo to protect the common good. And that is what we should be doing for ourselves, the common good. Look at all these great examples. Theodore Roosevelt, Rachel Carson, members of the Miri family, Aldo Leopold, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, Rosa Parks, Jane Goodall, the Craighead brothers, Jacques Cousteau. Think about it. 
And then you look at the people that are activists, right? They mentioned a few people in here. What does it say about us when we vote into elect office elected officials who are afraid, too afraid to say the obvious based on the argument? If they do say things that are not popular with the masses, they might never get elected. Well, that's just until they get elected. Doesn't talk about the lobbyists. Doesn't talk about the corruption they get brought into and how they get pigeonholed, how they get caught up in something where then they can't do anything. They are hands tied. And that's their fault. They should know that coming in to becoming a politician. And if they're coming in for the money, we know they're not coming for the right things. And for the most part, politicians do that. For the most part. A good part. I'm not afraid to say that. So, again, this is what goes on. Here's an interesting picture here from the Christian Science Monitor that was taken for this article. Okay. The news really believes like this. I think everybody's brought into the reassuring lie, the narrative that they want you to think. Okay. The fact of white privilege. The fact of, you know... Oh, privilege of any kind of thing. It's not just on white. It's elite privilege. Rich people privilege. Power privileged. That's the privilege. That's what needs to be understood more. Just because it looks like it's more of a light skin? No, it's a lot more than that. And just because we want to go along and get along with the people that are not light skin, that are doing well and better than us, that we want to give them a pass? No, they get the same treatment. They should. You should expect. I mean, listen, you should hope that people will want to go ahead and give back to where they came from. Right? Why not? If you were blessed with success and power and you could make a difference, what do we always talk about making a difference? When has the media made a difference? When have politicians made a difference? Washington, D.C. is a cesspool. New York, L.A., Hollywood, the media is a cesspool. They're not doing a damn thing, and they don't have any control over them. The corporations do, right? It's the elites that have privilege. And remember, because we've had many years of you know, affirmative action, there are those where there is some diversity. That's just to play the card, to go ahead and pacify anybody else that says, oh, well, you're not diverse enough or inclusive. They're trying to now. They're only doing it because they're getting pressured. And then what does that mean? Anybody ever had work for me or I ever hired? It's on performance. And you know what's funny? It's not the same kind of people you ever think. People all different races, creeds, cultures, influences, persuasions. It's fine. If they know what they're doing, that's what I want. That's what I want to work with. That's what I want to be with. That's what I want to spend time with. That's what I want to interact with. Like-minded people. There's a lot of like-minded people. Probably not enough to conform like I would, but the thing is, more important than anything else, is to the going along to get along line. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with it at all. I want people to change their minds off of that. That's what the story is right here. And there you go. This is a newspaper for Middlebury, Vermont's Middlebury College. They're doing what they call a remote storytelling project. Now, here's a note for the desk. I like what's being said here. Journalism is complicit in silencing black voices. They're complicit. And see, here's the point. It's not just black voices. It's people that want to make a difference. The voice of the voiceless. 
we don't have a platform. You know, we have YouTube, we have Twitter, we have other places we can go to speak our minds, right? But really, it's not just black voices. There's a whole lot more than that. Hispanic voices, people from uh, different creeds, races, cultures. This is Pride Month, isn't it? Are we even talking about the LGBT community, right? Is anybody talking about that? That's my point. Now, in the story here, they say black Americans continue to be the target of a carnage characterized, characterized by impunity, which includes the recent deaths of Ahmaud Arbery in Georgia, the still, um, still unprosecuted death of Breonna Taylor in Kentucky, among countless others. Before we anything else, we are all forced to ask ourselves what role we play in perpetuating a system that leaves room for such injustices. That's what I'm saying. Going along to get along hasn't worked. And I believe there was a Detroit mayor that said the same thing. Going along to get along is over. It doesn't work. Doing the same song and dance over and over and getting this in the news cycle every once in a while, every time another person drops. Is that what you want? At what point do you finally say, okay, let's get it done. Let's make it actually, actually happen this time. Then you hear, oh, we're going to do something. We're going to do something. And they don't. That's my point. So here's what they say here. And this is exactly what I want everybody else to feel. If you're in the media, this is why I like citizen journalists. This is why I like people right now. When all these different companies are laying off and getting hurt and not able to go and do proper journalism, this is what I want. This story right here says a lot to me. So here's what they say. So these reflections are not meant to be comfortable. They're not meant to be stagnant. To be anti-racist is not an achieved state of being, but rather a commitment to finding complacency in your every motion. Love that. Excellent. As a media outlet dedicated to informing the Millbury community and uplifting its voices, we have a responsibility to engage in this fight with everything we publish. Who is engaging in the mainstream elite media? Nobody. Who's actually engaging and not just getting on the Twitter and having a rant? Who's actually engaging? Who's going to the city council meetings? Who's going and getting in front of the face of the police chief or your polit or political leaders? Who's getting in their faces? Who are the ones that are giving you access? Because here's the other thing. If you're not getting access to the politicians, the leaders that are supposed to be protecting you and looking out for you, vote them out. But my point is, they shouldn't just have the same old, same old tired trope of what they're going to do for you. No, you want access. You want an inside line, a back channel where you can speak to these said leaders that are going to keep their promises to you. The media should give you the access at all times, unlimited unfurled access so that you can get what needs to get done. Now, I mean, we get the same thing for everybody else. I mean, look at what do we get for uh, the, the projects that go for people that are in death row. They get more of a, you know, more support and more help than anything else. You're telling me people that are in death row in that point, the Innocence Project, we can't get something like that for everything else that's going on when we're seeing injustice? Why is it only certain things that get injustice? Why can't we get something that's out there that actually speaks and not just speaks, engages? No more going along to get along. And this story, once again, we recognize dissatisfaction with national media coverage of the ongoing protests and cases of violence against black communities. And we have our own frustrations about which protests and events are covered and how. Correct. 
The problem is not all the coverage is out there because we need to be able to see, see the national platform press. They're not showing you the writing and looting. We see it on, on social media. I can see it on a Twitter feed, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, pick it. We see the rioting and looting. We see the other underlying opportunists that are coming in. You know, the ones that have been for phrase Antifa or that are these opportunities that are opening the door to breaking windows and burning things and putting things on fire. Okay. We're seeing that through social media that doesn't get shown on the TV. Doesn't get shown on, you know, your local news. Not really. I mean, local news, baby. At least you have that. But really, where else do you have it? You ask yourself that. Peaceful protests aren't sensational, but they matter. But the thing is, the news is not going to cover that. What they need to do is actually do something that's uncomfortable. Make people want to engage. And then they engage themselves. And the engagement for the media is to welcome those that want to engage that want to have the conversation that want to be able to go ahead and confront that's the point then you have programming that's out there where you take the city council meetings or you take these different issues and you put the politicians the civic leaders the local leaders the media people you put them in the crossfire you make them confront the citizens the underprivileged if you will And when news outlets gratuitously cover violence, looting and rioting while neglecting the thoroughly document peaceful demonstrations, yeah, it's got to be both sides. Correct. They lose, they, they lose deeply important context about what's happening in America right now. Context. Very important. You also, if you're going to engage yourself, you've got to have the context. You've got to be well-read and understood, and you've got to have to come up with a good argument. It's like a good debate, a good discourse. You've got to come correct. Even worse, they contribute to an inherently negative framing of protesters that now obfuscate the intentions of protest movements. To meet our standards of reporting, we commit to coverage of protests that is multifaceted and message-focused. Yes. There we go. And then also they say, furthermore, the violence against protesters calls for a reevaluation of the conventional standards of journalism. While the purpose of photos is to document events, we recognize that they can be weaponized by police forces and that black and brown protesters are particularly vulnerable. That going forward, they're going to prioritize, prioritize, or prioritize excuse me, the safety of protesters by omitting photos that can be easily used to identify individuals. And it's, listen, if they want to go and protect, you know, fellow common man, fellow people, okay. But tell the story. Yeah. Blur them out. Fine. But let the story be told. And again, get the message out there. Letters to the editor. There's got to be what you're creating for feedback and interaction. And you got to do what you got to do to get your message out there to as many people as possible. And again, we got to be more constructive and less critical. No more going along to get along. Are you with me?